Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, listen, it's you right, sir. I can fucking baby mama tell her been it over right now. I'm gonna go ahead and beat her back out. Put on that drill, my spaz out. All these saying my crap out. Fuck all that talk, nigga. Ain't in the count out. Three can't gang, get your nigga nice. So weird, nigga. I don't run a little shit now. I pull up, I got no racks out. I can fucking baby mama tell her been it over right now. I'm gonna head beat a back out. Put on that drill, my spaz out. All these damn my crash out. Fuck out that talking nigga, ain't in the cow box. Keep gang, get your nick nice. I'm with nigga, I don't run a milk chick now. I got the packs and I'm strapped out. Took so much care, nigga lost count. Uh, I still don't wish that's a robot. Hope home number four, roll up a act. Don't come to the trap if you ain't a knock. Clean up the thing, brain got the mop. Can't see him for the money, nigga, fuck it off. Uh. Heard they talking shit, can't really make out what they say, though. Keep back with your bitch, get some throat in and I lay low. If you want that beat, it's the sauce for your taco. What? 
Jerky man, y'all already know it's the Mr. Baby. Welcome to Chop Only Radio, man. Appreciate everybody that's tuned in, man. Everybody that's been waiting for this. Man, we pumped up. We excited, man. This show, man, live on air, we got none other than the highly respected. Expected, man. Hey, when I came across, man, and dug and did my due diligence into the story, man, into the power and the message behind the whole thing, man. Hey, y'all gonna see what I'm telling you about, man. We got none other than the Black Hollywood Crip author, man. Highly respected, man. Highly inspiring. Highly motivated, man. Deep, deep, powerful story that I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be able, man, to let him come on and express that so y'all can learn, man. Stanley E. James the second, man, is getting ready to go down. So appreciate everybody, man, that's been hitting us in the inbox, man, waiting for the interview. Hey, we appreciate y'all. We got it coming. He on the air right now. He on the line. So we're going to get him in the green room. After we come out of the green room, we're going to get him live on air, baby. Y'all already know. So we got to go ahead and turn that jerk fluid up on you while we get him in the green room. Let's go to work. Rolling up blunts back to back, nigga. I got my homies and they don't know how to act. Snuff tag, yeah, I'm about to show my ass, nigga. Roll up that gas, then we break out that cash, nigga. You know we get it started when we hit the party. Bad bitches twerking, trying to see who go the hardest. I'm in my bag, nigga, about to pop a couple bottles. I'm in the cut, main chick, looking like a model. Take me a drink, then we getting litty. Got the pretty bitches twerking, showing off their titties. Other chicks on the sideline, yeah, they steady kissing. By the end of the night, me and them gonna be missing like. Turn up, nigga, we ain't turning down. Sticking out their tongue, always on the floor, hitting that two step while these young dudes throw 
with no necessity real And I'm in the cut chillin' Lookin' just like a me and tryna get a good girl to come home with a villain So I turn up to the match like the knob just broke Do your thing, baby girl, till you can't no more It's time to really get loose, you throw it and I'ma catch it I'ma hit you with a stick like my name O'Fessie Time to knock it out the park like a play for the brave Shorty grindin' on me like she be riding away
talking. Look at the way I'm talking. I'm a G, you know I'm flawless. Yeah, I'm permanent. And my hair so far got a permanent. Nah, I just keep it twisted. Does how I gotta keep it lifted. Lippin' no prescription. Hey, I'm always tugging, I'm always pimping. Who you fucking ain't your business? It's a trickin', huh? I'm on a mission to hold my Glock, yeah, hold my sentence. My county girl so pretty, down check by Dennis. I'm a menace. Slap a hoe for being petty. Cause I know when they am me, I'm so pretty, check my penny. I'm pimping. Got your sewing out for flipping. They wonder why I'm gifted. Tara, lover, and I ain't meant it. big dog, big facts. My bitches mismatch. That means they farm, but they ain't smoking on my piss pack. You already know I put my dick up in a rich hack. I been macking. I been the realest, you niggas been capping. You know I keep it pimping, yeah. I got all the women,
rampants, real shit. My chopper do damage, steady active. Eating your stomach like an acid. She giving me brain, choking for days. She wanted handy, but she got all the None in her face, some nigga a bitch. Fuck that lingerie. What can I say? The world is mine. See fear in his eyes. Yeah, I'll cost it, the homie is live. Younger always had a nickel and dime. Younger always eating beans and rice. That's what the pride of the side. She just wanna fuck in my ride. And you're coming alive, getting so wet. Gator dripping with sweat. She's gonna fucking regret. I'm just gonna fucking forget. I'm smoking on gas like a jet. But what's so crazy possessed? She got a man no respect. Standing my name on her man. Not just any any older person, 
But the real big homies that feel y'all here giving a game, giving a solid truth, the cold hard truth, showing the, showing the young boys how to turn it, go from being a boy into a man. So pretty much I just come from the ghettos right here next to Compton, Compton Watts. So that's just pretty much a rundown on me. Very efficient, man. Very efficient. Like I said, I do, I did my due diligence and we did my research on you, man. And uh, I know you got a lot of books out here, man, and a lot of people need to know your books, man. How, how was, what did you think, man, for all the listeners, man? What, what, what was the moment that made you say, man, this is what I want? Uh, pretty much the moment that made me say, forget everything. I'm, I have to write this book. It's pretty much now facing the seven to fifteen years in jail for my first offense. That's pretty okay. much. And I was, and then what really made me think because I got into it when I got into the uh, when I got into the jail system. They grouped it with all lifers and niggas four yarders, and niggas that's really facing serious charges. And I'm only freshly seventeen, just turned eighteen. So that's what really made me think. My first offense was seven to fifteen years for a charge that I feel like wasn't worth that, and I didn't have no criminal history prior. So once I really sat in there with, with dudes really seven life and triple life and all that, and I really started to get to talk to them, which I knew a lot of people from the streets, but when I get in there and started hearing about, like, the, you know, and, and the seeing what they got to look for and the, 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 the battles they got to prepare and shit, it just made me really sit back and think, like, damn, what I got charged for, I could have made that in legally, like, in, you know, two weeks or a week. So it's like, that's what really made me sit down. And then I also... I lost four of my best friends due to a murder, and at the same time, I was having my son, the birth of my son. And, it, you know, and then it's pretty much like every black, not even say black male, every person in their life, between when they turn it from 19 to 30, that's like one of the most critical points in a person's life because that's who they trying to figure out what, 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 what life they want to actually live, if you could get what I'm saying. So it's just a pretty much a, pretty a mixture of everything of where I want to see my life. So that's pretty much what made me roll my first book. Okay. Man, that's, that's, that's deep. And see, that's why I like, man. I was so excited to get this interview in, man. And again, man, my apologies for we were supposed to get it in yesterday. But, you know, the kid thing, man, so I apologize for that. But oh, I was no, so I excited, man, first, because... Man. Yeah, but I, I was so excited because your story, man, and your message, it touched me. You did because uh, it's real. It's real, man. It ain't none of that blow up. When we like talk, we say no blow up, man. Story. I got out there, but I got the same story. My story is no different from from the next person. It's no different from your brother. It's no different from what the situation your dad went through. It's no situation that your auntie went through. It's none of that. It's right, just right. different color and, and different demographics. We all go through the same problems in life on just different scales of on different scales of the consequences. But we right. all go through problems, and that's why a lot of people relate to me, and a lot of people gravitate towards me. Because I'm just like I started, like I said, I started before I even started writing fiction and just books. I started off writing poetry. That's where I adapted a lot of my core fan base when I started writing poetry. Because I used to just okay. write about life and just write about the things that I go through. So that's how it all okay. really came about. Okay, okay. And, and, and I noticed you didn't work with some uh, publishers too, man. So, what was it like being a that first book officially published and out there? Could you say it again? I said, what, what was it like to get in that first book 
published and out there like the process, man, and how did it make you feel of actually seeing that oh, work, man. you know, be completed? Man, it's, well, I, I always got to start out with this. My first book was The Bus, Live by the Gun, Die by the Gun, which is loosely based on my life and all my senses from down there when I got put on the set till, till about, I want to say the age of 26, 25. But I always have to give a shout-out to the man that really changed my life legally, legitimately. It's my big homie, Terry, Terry Rodin. And he's the first, uh, he, he signed me. I'm the first one of the first males to be signed to No Break Publishing, which is based out of Los Angeles on the east side. And if niggas don't know their history or know their homework on Terry Rodin, he's like our, I want to say like our, he's like our Jaquavis Coleman's out here on the West Coast because the West Coast don't really have a big black literacy genre over here. If you can understand what I'm saying, like like on the yeah, East Coast and down south, you can find black urban books everywhere. A big a big supporting community, all that. On the West Coast, it's not really big out here. So like I said, if people do their homework, Terry Rowling is one of the first bestsellers that's write urban fiction based out of L.A. So once he heard my story, wow. so like I said, I started writing poetry. And then, you know, I used to always hustle. I grew up in the dope game and all that. So I used to hustle, and then, like I said, when I first started in the book game, I used to write poetry, and I used to write chapbooks. If you know what a chapbook is, a chapbook is nothing but, like, thin sheets of paper scheduled or glued together. So I used to, when I got out of jail, instead of hustling dope and reading everything, I, I just started writing the poetry, and I started hustling that for $5 each poetry book. So I just been booming like that, and then word been going around is this new black poet, which they called me the thug poet, the new thug poet going to circling around L.A. County. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, if people really love it, and I just did that a test run just to say, fuck it, I'm not going to go back to dope no more. I'm going to do something legit. And people like my poetry, so fuck it. So then once I started doing that for about a year and a half, two, going on two years, like my name been really buzzing. So I'm like, hmm. And then just one day, one of Terry's people out of his camp, like, reached out to me. Like, they've been hearing about me because niggas oh, I hustle. That's one thing about me. I'm a hustler. So once they once they started hearing my name, so I was like one of uh, Terry Peoples, which was his publisher, Benny Kool-Aid, which always he's the one that really put everything together. He reached out to my camp and they're like, let's talk, let's have this little interview. So it was like some whole mafia shit going on. Like you know, I'm from Long Beach, Northside Long Beach. We, yeah. I'm fucking around with this dude from the bottoms of L.A. You know, L.A. scoundrels. So like when I go to the meeting, some whole mafia shit. Like man. I see you I see you out here working. Your name is buzzing from Long Beach all the way to LA. What's up? What's your plans? What you trying to do? So I just broke him I just broke it down to him. Like exactly. I mean, I just gotta deal with you. I'm trying to I got some stories and all that shit. Like I don't you know, I don't know nothing about the book game, no nothing nothing. So then he was like, Man, just put it all together and bring it back and we're gonna talk. So then like a week go by, I'm like, fuck. I don't want to do this dope shit no more, man. The homie, you know how the homies is like. So then right, right. I'm like, fuck it. I got all these files. One day I just went back to my old computer. I found all these files. Boom. And I started writing on the books. So I'm like, fuck. Let me just put it together and just send it to him and just see what he say. I don't got, what else to go wrong? Send it to him. He liked the first couple of chapters, everything. And then he presented me the paperwork like, I can't. I can't necessarily change your life the way you think it is, but I, this is the legal way I could change your life. And he handed me the papers. The money, it was, I got just good money. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it wasn't like, he was like, man, I'm going to show you how to do it. Now I don't want you to sign to my company. I want you to sign as a joint venture that we're partners. 
You're not a I'm you're not my author. We're working together. So I want to show you the same way that his his mentor Quan. And when I and I want everybody to remember the keyword I said mentor because that's big in my fucking life. His he he got signed through Quan through through uh Tri Crowns or Crowns Publishing through his his whole uh, platform. But he said I don't want you to sign to me as an author. I want you to sign to me as a joint venture partner. Where we you gonna eat all this, but you just gonna host five names and everything. So fuck it. And then ever since then, he taught me the game, and here I am now. Down there going, I'm ten books in, but only four published. So I always got to give a shout out to to my big brother Terry Roden for changing my life legitimately. Man, that's that's deep, man. That's deep. And I know you've sold over twenty five thousand books already, right? Right. I done, I done sold over. Man. The best thing about it is. We did the promo and the book tour so viciously. We already sold down to fifteen thousand before the before the books was even published and shipped to the office. So we already had wow. that in store before we even had our product. But overall, our sales net was down to seventeen thousand units that month alone. So wow, I wow. Like to, like, see, always got to give a to them. Yeah, that's big, man. And see me, man. I, I haven't gotten to the to the book game, man, like that, man. So, what, what's what's like the process, man? You know, when you when you pushing it out there, do you go? To, I know you had like book signings and, and those type of things, man. Uh, how do those the turnouts usually be when you in in that process of promoting your books? Okay, after the process, after you the process, me formatting and and locating editors and everything. Just, like I tell everybody, the book game is just like the it's just like the street game. Exactly like. Just different products and different people. Just exactly like. So okay, after you can made the product with the book which is actually the book, now you have to go find people that's willing to either invest in it or buy it. So our first move will tell you, like I always say, Terry is very smart smart dude. Never been to school. Never graduated, none of that. But he, that nigga it should is really like a Jay Z cut his business smart. So then we, while we up here printing all the books, we're like, fuck it. Now we're going to set up these tours. We're going to hit all the gas stations from in, 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 on the West Coast. We're hitting up all the gas stations, just like how dope does hit up all the corners. We're going to sit up. We're going to set up shop on all the corners, like every library. We're going to do something. Every book event, we're going to mash up there like death row. And if, you, if, right. people, understand, if people do their history on Terry Road and, and no breaks, no Breaks Publishing is, is deep. It's like really death row. You got rappers. He got a whole publishing company. So he got rappers, actors. He got everything. So we really 100 deep, all No Breaks. They're just thinking it's wow. like authors. So we go snatch on every book event, every literary event, no matter who it is. We go up, not in no disrespectful way or none of that, but just to right, you know, right. get ourselves present. And then we giving out, we giving the streets so much work, all from No Break authors, our names is booming. So that's how all everything come together, but the process is really fun. Once you really have to, you know, you, once they, the book's going to sell itself, like I tell everybody that, the book is going to sell itself. It's just how bad you want to hustle it and how many people you want to get in front of. So. Okay. I can understand that. Because, yeah, we had a question, man, from a, a fellow author, man, who, who's upcoming, and he has a couple questions about, trying, you know, like the process, man, that he needs to take on getting his book, you know, out there and that type yeah, of process, everybody, man. Everybody's process is different because everybody's situation is different. Like what works for me might not work for the next person. Like I know I know a great author, a dope author, a dope author, one of the best from the West Coast. Don't never do show up to no events, never do nothing. But her books sell out. It just 
her yeah. work is that great. You feel me? She don't right. her work sell out. But like I said, it's just it gets different for every author. But one thing I can say for self indie authors, some people misinterpret. I got deals with big time name with big publishing companies. So every every deal is different. So it all depends on what kind of deal you have. That's why I said the book game is just like no different from the music game. You know, it's all about the business side. Okay. And that's what I learned firsthand dealing with my mentors, which is a very big key word for it. And that's one thing I could tell every if any any upcoming author want any advice from me. Get some men- get some mentors on your team, and research, and and just study and do your craft. That's all I could do. But for sure, get mentors and research everything. It don't matter if you're not a numbers guy. If you don't know the business, hire someone who knows the business. But as you still hire somebody to do that, then still research and make yourself knowledgeable a little bit, just so your your accounting don't fuck you over and just tell you anything. If you can understand what I'm saying, research, yep. research and get mentors, and don't let nobody stop you. Because it's always going to be haters, it's always going to be trolls. So, but everybody is different. It all depends on what kind of deal you have and what kind of person you is. So that's the only advice I can really give to upcoming authors. Man, that's real, man. So there you go, man. You want me to ask a question? You got it in. Hey, man, you can't get no better than that. Now, I know one of the uh, books that you uh, uh, wrote to, man, and I was peeping out the little background on it, man, that Escobar's Revenge. Right. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Escobar's Revenge, that's that's a short story, but it's it's a a full-length novel. It's a full-length novel, but I broke it down into five-part short stories. So that's just the first like everything I do is strategic. I just don't drop work like how a lot of people do because I'm trying to work out deals and everything. But that's right. that's one of my favorites because that's one of my favorites because everybody knows that I'm really deep into history, politics, and 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 uh, English. Like those is my favorites. Like I have to study, watch documentaries, all that all the time. So I'm really I really fascinated with the mafia with the Cuba, because my family is from the islands. My pops is from West Indies, and I have family over there from Cuba and all that. So that's where the Cuba okay. interesting is. And then also, the book is really about, is about Fidel Castro. Everybody know about that presidency, uh, Fidel Castro and the JFK. You know, they was like the beef and the mafia and the presidency was beefing. So right. a lot of people don't know Fidel Castro had also had a bodyguard, a hitman. Which which knew all the secrets, all the mafia secrets, all the U.S. secrets pertaining to Fidel Castro and JFK. So after JFK assassination, they want to assassinate everybody that knew the secrets and and secrets in the and the, the the documents that that they had for you know just for belief. So they knew who the number one person who would have everything to know everything about everything about Fidel and the mafia over in Cuba would be his hitman, his personal bodyguard. So they kill him. They kill him and kill the whole family, not knowing that they shipped their son out to Miami, which was a small baby at that time. So fast forward, going fast forward, 20, 20 some years later, his son grows up into a younger, young adulthood. So now he's putting all the pieces together from his grandma, who he got, who he, who he sent over there to go, to go hide out from. So she's breaking him down the whole history of who his father was. What kind of dealings and all the secrets and the documents, 
with not not knowing that the whole government, the whole world don't know he he already shipped his son. They thought they killed his whole family off already. So coming up, so his hatred is really starting to build up in him against the whole mafia, against everybody. So then he just go crazy when he get this one document that showed exactly who his father was. So he just go back and get revenge on everybody. So that's pretty much. And the story wow. links from Miami. The story links from Miami back to Texas, back to Cleveland, Ohio, and then back to LA. Because during that time, the '60s, that's when all the Vegas was being built up, the Hollywood casinos, the clubs, all that was getting built up. And you know, right, right. Cuba had had money ties into that, so that's where it all exactly. comes up from. Man, I'm sitting here glued in, almost fanned out on you, man. When you were just breaking down the book, that's a must read right there, man. That that's yeah. highly interesting. Just off of your yeah, breakdown, yeah. you know what I mean? Wow, right. that's cool. And you and that's now that's that's called for everybody listening. That's Escobar's Revenge, and that is a novel, right? So that's what you said. You broke it down, right? It's a full novel, but I broke it down to five short stories, and that's the first installment. So. Wow, man. Hey, that's, man, big ups, man. Salute. I'm blown away, man, because like I said, man, I'm not in the book game, but I read. I read a lot, man. It's funny, though, Uh, though, because everybody in L.A., everybody in L.A., and, like, majority of black people as a whole, a lot of people don't think blacks read. Don't get me wrong. Blacks read, but it's majority of the females on the – what I say, the females on the street, I mean, not incarcerated. The females is the majority of, of the people that read books. In the streets. So, our thing was, me and Terry was like, like I said, the L.A. West Coast genre for black urban books is not as big as it is anywhere else in the world. So, once they hear about young black men that's young, that's active, that's in the streets, that walk the same streets as the gangbangs, as our fathers, as everybody, that's out here, instead of pushing a, instead of pushing a rock or holding a gun, robbing people, we out here pulling up to every enemy hood, every hood, no matter what, with books. Encouraging our young black men while they have the chance before they go into prison to think about what you're doing and look at me. I'm out here looking like a looking like I'm back out here slanging dope, but I'm out here slanging books and I got all this money off of books. So that just really clicked their mind to think like, damn, there's other ways instead of always having to be a rapper, a, a basketball player, a football player. I could be a fucking writer. And then everybody don't know this writing shit. It goes it goes universal. You just don't have to limit yourself to write books. You could write you could write architects. You could write building structures. You could write rap songs. A lot of people don't know. I got a lot of friends that ain't never rapped, got a one rap video, but they got Grammys for writing these rap songs for these rappers. So once they see me, and I'm out here, I'm full-fledged, I'm still crippling. Once they see me pull up, and when I say I'm still crippling, it's not as a, as a, destructional, as a destructional tool as when I say crippling. I say crippling because this is our lifestyle. This is our culture. This is what's been embedded us since the early 50s. So when they see, oh, this thing out here still active, young, and he's not doing time, doing 100 years in a pen, writing books, I got hope. And that's the same thing like Nipsey was doing. He was riding around giving out his mixtape. So. That's real, that's man. That's real. It's like, you know, just because you live in the hood yep. don't mean you always have to follow the hood rules. There's other ways. That's just the blind ways that they want you to see. It's just like in the hood. You got homies out here. I got homies that, that, that you got one car of homies that's going to go rob this bank, but you got this other car of homies that's going to go to the studio and go tra- lay some shit down. And that's a parallel of Adam and Eve. 
we're all still in the same garden of Eden. But it's what decision and where, where do you see your life going ahead to? You feel me? So that's what it is. I see. I see. That's deep. I see, you, man. I, so I, I just said I like that. Everybody too, because that's real. Every book tour, every book tour, and I'm so and I'm so big on my people. You feel me? I'm really respected. I'm not saying it like I'm big out here. In that matter of fact, I'm big out here because I love my people, no matter who you is. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you smiling. I want to see you doing what makes you happy. Instead of doing something that could cost your life or make your mama sick. So any little homie, any little homegirl, if you follow me on gram, I take all my homies with me. And they see them. And I give all my homies books, huh? Go sell that and just give me half back. And they sell that shit. I, like I, I had a black uh, business uh, expo uh, book thing in L.A., a big book tour. I, I had about 40 little homies. I gave them all books. And they all came back with money within less than 30 minutes. And they'll, then they say they sold that shit faster than they sell lean, faster than they sell weed. And just to see the smile on their face, like, okay, we, I'm making money. Like, I don't have to run or hide shit. That's what excites me, like, to show my little homies that it's something more out here than just always having to look over your shoulders. I see. I feel you, man. So while you been on, you know, moving around and doing this with the promotion with the book, man, have you ever had like any kind of like crazy fan experience or you know what I mean, anything like that, man, when you out there, you know, doing your thing? You said uh any did I have any extremes with people? Yeah, yeah, like like any like crazy experience while you know you were oh, on your man, book promo and your book tour. I get a gang of them, man. Like I said, I've been a very private person. A lot of people know me. The real ones that know me, I'm very private. Like, I really don't do no talk, none of that. But a lot of people are saying, you need to really blog your life. Like, this shit is for real. Like, but back to what you were saying, man, I had so many people run up on me. Mind you, I'm still active. I, I'm not there yet with the money where I got to walk around with all the... I'm still looking at niggas running up on me with guns and pistols. Yeah, so a lot of yeah. motherfuckers run up on me in the store with my girl and my kid. Like, oh, you that, you that nigga... First of all, before they even run up on you, you know how they just be looking at you, trying to, like... Confirm. I'm just right, uh, a lot of people right. doing that first. I'm like, oh, here we go, cuz we about to here it go. And then yeah, when they walk out, like, they yep. come up like, oh, oh, you that author, man? You 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 the you the crip author? And then it just shows me when they kick, when they kick back in my head like, damn, motherfuckers really around the world, like really around here know me, like not even tripping though. You know, yeah. my first thing like that, I'm close on a black crip, my nigga. What's happening? But then just right, tapped out, right. like, nah, nah, can I get a picture with you? Or could you stop? Like, I got your book in the trunk right now. And that was the coldest thing when a person popped the trunk on me in the parking lot. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, this L.A., oh, he got this, he got some shit in the trunk. He pulled yeah. out the book, like, man, he, he wrapping his hood and all that. Like, oh, man, much respect. Like, and then the, cold, the coldest thing he always remember after, he, after I signed his book, after he hit the trunk. He's like, man, you inspired me. Keep writing. Like, I always had books. A lot, and this is what a lot of brothers say. To me, no lie. I got a lot of uh, books I started, man. But you was that motivation that made me want to finish it and publish it, no matter what a motherfucker thinks. So once a grown man told you that, because you know I'm young, this nigga like at least 46, 44. So I'm like, damn. All right, uh, I got to keep going there. So that's just, I had a lot of crazy experiences though. Man, I had to ask, like you said, and stuff too, so I know how people out there on the road can get kind of crazy, man. You man, feel me? You know, I gotta so, start. Well, I gotta start getting tinted windows and shit. You know, niggas be like, damn. I'm, I'm thinking they trying to shoot a nigga, or they trying to 
this might be one of my enemies. No, just stopping at the yeah, like, you yeah. know, They just looking at me and they follow me, pull over in the gas station. Like, you the, you the clip off that I was on street gangs and stuff, huh? I'm like, yeah, what's happening, cuz? You know me, like, nigga, yeah. tripping? Nah, man, yeah. I just want to give you your respect, man, give your flowers. Like, oh, shit. So that just really, like, shit crazy. And that's been my whole thing from the beginning. I, when I, before I even posted my first book, I posted a picture and said, because I've been around the whole entertainment game. Like, I know about this L.A. shit. So the very first picture I posted is, by the time I'm done, y'all going to think these new writers and these new black authors is the new rappers and the new, and the new entertainers. So that's just, been my whole, that's just been my whole mission to show that just because you see rappers and sports players on the ground, on the TV, you're going you to hear about these black writers that no one ever mentioned. And, and that's real, and I like how you put that out there, man. That you know what I mean. That you 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 don't gotta just be you know a ball player. You don't gotta just be you know what I mean. Boxing this right here. It's other things that you can really do. And I got a lot of you know what I'm saying. We keep a hundred k, man, with no blow up on top on the radio. I got a lot of partners myself, man. That that's that's looking to break out of certain stereotypes and just certain things. And they talented in certain areas, man. And, and you know it's hard because you got so many homies around you. That that might not feel that same way you do. See, but you know what I mean. Like, so they be but, it's but like hard I said, for them to you gotta, overcome that. You got to structure yourself around the right people, honey. Because I grew up around the people. I know my rules. I know the politics. I know the structure. A nigga never break, bend, or 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 or, or fall. But a nigga ain't a nigga ain't no follower. Nigga, I ain't no yes man. Crip Street, nigga. If I, if I bust, nigga, you ain't gonna tell me to bust, nigga. I'm a bust when I want to bust, nigga. I'm gonna do the time when I want to do it. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't I don't do time for anybody else unless I, I have to. Other than that, I've never been a follower or a yes man, bro. I had to, and that's why I said I've been blessed with a real first team, first string. Oh, gee. Ten toes. I'll be by themselves if they have to. That's real, man. Highly respected, man. Highly respected. Not dig it, man. And, and, and that's, that's, that's why I want to be strong, man. About, that's one thing about a real person. Niggas follow me. I bring a, I bring a lot of homies on, but uh, everybody really know I be uh, by myself all the time, really. If I'm not going to do nothing, I'll be by myself. I'll pull up, just be me or my girl or my son. So whatever we're going to do, we're going to handle it as men. Other than that, right. you know, nobody put fear in my heart to do and accomplish anything. Because the world is my turf. Now, the, 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 your interview, man, your documentary on YouTube, man, I watched it, man. I told you, man, I watched it a couple times, man, like three, four times now, man. And uh, just so I could get every. Now, you know what's so crazy, though, about that day? The crazy thing about that day is it was the rainiest, it was one of the most rainiest days that day. We got another. We got yeah, another, I've seen that in the footage. We got another documentary coming out. We're going to see the whole world out, man. It was badly on me. You know how it'd be in the rain. The next one's going to see how we get down in the summer. So That's what's up, man. I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. I'm going to stay plugged in with you. So we're going to definitely make sure that our people stay locked in and plugged in with you too, man, because, that, like I said, I watched it a couple times, and I just like the content, man, and it had already did crazy views, crazy numbers, something like 670-something thousand views already. And you see how long I posted it. That was even damn right. two years ago, two years ago. And the cool thing about it is I'm just an author. Everybody else is rapping. Yeah. Pay attention to shit. Yeah. I'm the only author. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right, man. And and and, and we got a lot of poets, man. That uh, we also got poets on the team, but we got a lot of poets that tune in as well, man. So just about you saying that you started out writing poetry, I thought that was key too, man. And that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, a lot me, bro, of poets inspired to write one books. One thing about me, bro, I don't sugarcoat shit, man. I'm not one of them niggas that sugarcoat shit, hide shit. I stand on everything I say and does because I did it, nigga. But one thing I could tell Definitely. you about a lot of these niggas, a lot of these niggas started off with poetry. A lot of these rappers started off with poetry. A lot of these rappers started off in church. A lot of these niggas be acting like they just so thug and so street. Nigga, 98% of black people grew up in the church. Before they turned 14 and 15 and 16 and just turned to the streets, niggas grew up in church. Come on with it. That's real. I'm not That's one real. to downplay church or down none of that, but a lot of these niggas got to own up to accept who they are. And I ain't mean, I grew up in church. That's how I started learning poetry, by reading poems from the church. That's what got me interested right. in Paul Lawrence Dunbar, who's my favorite poet. I had to read cuz poems every Black History Month for, for the whole 10 years. So that's what really got me intrigued with poetry. So. Yeah, that's a honey that's a cake right there. So when you book read, uh, do you do like a lot of book read? Have you gotten into that? But like I said, you know how I told you I was a very introverted person. I was very shy. I, I don't I rarely did speak in the I rarely like to be in front of the camera, none of that. So I tried to see right like my voice for some reason I don't like my voice, but it I'm going out my shell, doing more and more, being in front of the camera, getting more involved and standing behind the scenes. So I am in the future going to do more speaking engagements, book readings and all that. But book tours, I'll show up. I'll pop up anywhere. You can talk to me and I'll talk back. I'm not, I don't come in with speeches already prepared. I don't, I don't come in with monologues or reading off my phone. I just come off with genuine being myself, the vibe. So... That's real, man. I, I can totally do that, man. So if anybody out there want to contact you to book you to come and do a, a book signing or to come and do some business with you, man, how do they need to contact you? Well, first of all, they can hit me through the DM on my Instagram, which is Arthur Stanley James Two Eyes. You can DM me. You can email me. My email is is everything on my website in the link in my bio on my Instagram, or you can just find me on Twitter or Facebook. Arthur Stanley James. I'm everywhere. Just put up script Arthur and it's going to lead you somewhere to me. Or if you smell yeah, in Cali or LA, you could just hit me, on, hit me on Instagram and I'm pulling up. Man, I got to ask you, man. I, I, I ain't never been out to Cali, man. I got family out that way, man. And, you know what I'm saying? They always invite me. I'm going to get out there. But if you come to Cali, where do you got to go? If we just put it like this now. We come to where you at? In your city where you get where I'm you move and groove at, man. Okay, See, we come to Long Beach. Okay, okay, before you even start there, let's clarify this California thing because that's one thing I hate about these fucking. Uh, I hate, that's one thing I hate about these fucking celebrities and especially the rappers. One thing I don't sugarcoat shit. I don't knock no one for getting their money. But one thing I am though is a hundred percent real. And you're not gonna come out here, or I don't want to see no fraud, fake bullshit. So a lot of niggas come out here from different states saying they in California, L.A. L.A., let me tell you, there's a L.A. county and then there's a L.A. county, which consists of the cities, Los Angeles, South Central. It consists of Watts. It consists of Linwood. It consists of Compton. It consists of Carson. It consists of Long Beach. It consists of Wilmington. It consists of San Pedro. It consists of Pasadena. These are all L.A. 
count. These are all L- cities in LA County. So when niggas say I'm in LA, they're gonna ask, real niggas gonna say what part of LA. A lot of these celebrities say they fly out here and come to LA, but they stay in the fucking Wilshire Hollywood neighborhoods and saying they in the trenches and shit. That's not the trenches. The Beverly's, the 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 uh, the Mastros, all the little clubs. They, that's not LA, bro. That's 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 UCLA. That's where you at with the white people. If you really want to get the experience where I'm from. And real L.A. County niggas, you got to come to the trenches, which is running them cities I said, not the 10 freeway. You have to slide down that 110 going south or that 91 going east. Those are the trenches. Other than that, when these rapper-ass niggas be always saying they're in L.A., they not really in L.A. They 30 minutes from L.A. They just make it look good. That's Hollywood, bro. That's not L.A. But despite Long Beach... The spot in Long Beach, that I want to say, everybody, if you're in Long Beach, you have to come to the north side, you have to come to my family's so, not so food, the uh, Cajun Sack. They, the, the name is Sal's Gumbo Shack, the finest Creole Cajun food in Long Beach. In Long Beach. Well, what, now, what's your favorite thing to get there at that spot? My favorite thing is the BF, because I'm babyface, and then I got, I got the BF, the Boo Fries, which is Roasted the roasted the roasted uh, beef on top of fries mixed with pastrami cheese all that the boo fries so you can never lo- you can never lose with that but if they made this it's the gumbo it's the gumbo bowl the gumbo bowl yes sir okay yeah that's a oh, man definitely that that gumbo you know a lot of folks on that gumbo too man so. Definitely, y'all make sure you go check him out, man. You got to go check like, the VIP records. You got to go check out the legendary VIP records. The first videos where Snoop made it, where he put Long Beach on the map. Okay, okay. And that, that's off in the video, right? Yeah, that's in the video. Yeah. Okay, I, I think okay. I was like eight years old, nine years old when he, when he recorded that song. I was standing right there in the front. Man, that, that's that's big, man. And I've seen in your promo picture too, man. Gotta say, rest in heaven, man. To 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 the great man, the legendary Nip, man. I see you was uh, in a picture with that man. You Just, know, so crazy though. Like I said, like I said, you know, real hustlers and street dudes, they don't do no cameras and shit. That's one thing I regret, right? Like my whole life, because you know, street dudes yeah. don't like to be taken in pictures, none of that. And like I said, that's I real. had taken pictures the whole. So I met Nip like damn near three to four times on on a personal level on the outside level, and he even had my book like right before like a couple months before he passed, he was reading my book. So like that's what really made me keep going too, because like I said, Nip was one of the niggas, one of the pioneers, bro. Our generation pop, you feel me? That's really out here, really out here putting on for a city, like building up, and he's doing it all self independently, and he's doing it with his hood. Which I said, a lot of niggas don't know about this cripping and this cripping lifestyle is for real. When the fifty, my big homies, my my grandpa and shit, when this when they was cripping, bro, they was building their hood up. It wasn't really no warring like that. They was building their hood up and protecting it from the white man in so many words. Not to put anything against the white person, but the white man that's holding us down. You feel me? The police, the legal shit that they was doing. Like I said, I came from the real cripping era where niggas really know and die for this cripping because there's more to it than what the outside world think it is, just killing each other, killing each other on. 
this real Christmas shit is when we all come together helping to pay for Aunt May's house that's, that, that, that the bank is trying to take. This is what I do. This is why I got into the Christmas shit. We, we come to protect these niggas. We come to protect the, uh, your, uh, your cousin, your cousin little Daryl, who these east side niggas is coming over to come steal out their house type shit. You feel me? So it's not, you know, people get the perception of the Christmas shit. They get the misconceptions, and that's why a lot of people, especially L.A. people, take it to heart. Cause niggas don't really die for this. Niggas don't really sitting up in a jam facing 500 to life for this. So one thing about me, when I say he's a motivator, the pioneer of the hustle, because he showed you that you could start in your in your own backyard and move all the way to the Hamptons if you wanted to. But he decided because he got so much love from his people just like me, I can't let. I will never be able to let my people go. I'm always gonna have to come back to the hood and try to build it up to put my people in better positions. To put my people that I've seen when they lights is off. I had to go. I had to go over to my neighbor's house for six days when my heat was off. So you feel me? That's where you get the hustle, and you always want to keep it in your community type shit. Like, I can definitely feel that, man. I can definitely. I'm glad you broke it down like that, cause. You right, man. A lot of people get it, get it misconstrued, man. Got the uh, wrong Niggas idea of what it all stands for. This nigga done shot this infiltrator for in this house because he came to rob my neighbor house. We don't play that on my block, on my street. If we see one nigga trying to steal any out of anything out of anybody's house, the old hoods come out for you, bro. We don't tolerate that. If one person hits your car, we all out here because this is where I come from. My hood, we so small knit that we're all family. We look out for each other. So. That's, That's where you get the love man. from, and then and if you can love yourself and love your people around you, what makes you not be able to love everybody? I can see that. I can see that, man. I can see that viewpoint, and that's real. And, and, and I know you got the books on Amazon, right? Do you got all the books that you uh that you put out there that got for published, or are these all of them on Amazon? Yes, and I also have other books. In different pen names, like I said, those books under my name, I have I write under a pen name as well. So I got several other books that I like. It's a little game. I want to see if people could put my writing together and, uh, and see if they could find out who it really is. But I have also other books under different other pen names. Okay, okay, man, this this, this be history to make it for us, man. You you done broke down a lot. You know what I mean? You cleared up a lot too, man. A lot of, you know what I mean, confusion. But it, it, hearing your story, man, and your drive and your passion, like you said, with your message, man, we we highly respect it. We gonna make sure we stay locked in with you. But what would you? What, what, what's one thing, man? You want to tell all the listeners, man, that tuned in right now? Cause we got the phone line is maxed out right I now. People, what, what's I one thing you want to tell? I want to tell people. That life is short, man. So do what you do what the fuck you want to do, and live up to it and own it. Life is short, but make sure whatever you do, good or bad, because I don't judge nah, nigga. Because I know everybody judges somebody, and everybody gonna judge me. But I don't judge no one for what they do, as long as you leave a legacy and leave something for the next generation. If you don't have kids, every book, every book royalty that I get is in my kid name. So everything goes straight to him. Just be able to leave something. It don't matter what it is. Don't come try to compete with the next man. Don't try to don't try to compete with a person you want to be like. Just stay in your lane because all this shit gonna take. All this shit's gonna build itself up. So just make sure you can leave a legacy that you feel comfortable that when you lay your last, when you close your eyes, 
you can say, I gave it all. I did that. So make sure, because especially your kids, so make sure you can build something and let me go kids. That's real, man. That's real. Now, we got a question, man, uh, that sent into the inbox. And they want to know, man, uh, and this is coming out of Wichita, Kansas. They want to know, man, what is some of the music that you listen to? Some of the music? Yeah, some of the music. Like I said, you know what's so crazy, though? Because I like, I like when the questions come. Cause everybody get a perception of me. They don't get to sit down and talk to me. They don't get to hold my hand. They don't get to hug me to really feel what kind of person I am. So I really like answering people's questions because when they find out my real honest truth, they get surprised. Like, damn, nigga, you talk like that. You come from that background, but you totally different. The music, I listen to all music, bro. I listen to all music. But a lot of people know when I write, when I sit down and write, I like to listen to opera or classical music for some reason. For some reason, wow. I like classical music, but I'm more of an R&B nigga. I'm more of an old school nigga before rap, though, and then rap. But I'm really like the comfortable vibes, the 90 vibes or the old school vibes that make you want to love your girl and make you feel good, not make you want to get outside and go do something. So I'm more of a Sade, more of a uh, The Temptations. Uh, my group is I got to fuck with the group Guy. I'm a Pac fan, IQ. Okay. Uh, Scarface. I'm a big Dipset fan. Fuck with Fifty Jay Z. But my favorite artist right now, right now, it'd have to be either between Russ and the Baby, not the Baby, Little Baby. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Little Baby making a lot of noise too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, a lot of noise. Man, that's, that's cool that you said classical. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's when I write, man. That's it really, that opens up my mind. For some reason, classical music opens my mind. Like, they saying the same shit. The classical and the opera, opera, they saying the same shit as niggas. It's just in different, it's just with different tempos and different musical shit that's being used. You feel me? Yeah. But when I, when I listen to classical and opera music, like, my mind opens up. Like, it really opens up, like, the whole space. Like, and that's where I get creative, so. Okay, and I know you're real busy, man. So uh, I'm gonna get we're gonna check in with Night Train the Brand. I know y'all was chopping it up in the green room. We're gonna get him on live, man. I know he probably got a question for you before we gotta let you ride out of here, man. So I'm gonna get oh, him yeah. on. I gotta right give a now shout out, man. Let me give a shout out to my people, though, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Give your shout out. I gotta give a shout out to all my family, my friends. First of all, big shout out to God for letting this even possible. Have to give a shout out to my mentors, the the Jacobus Coleman, the Shannon Holmes, the Terry Rollins. I have to give a shout out to my family, my Block Boys, my all my Northside family. Have to give a shout out to Top It Up in the Air Radio at that for even giving me this platform to let the world hear my story. And then I have to give a a, a really special shout out to my Keyway, my Loco. My brother, Andre Davis, for even plugging it, putting it together, being the source that we need. And that's it, man. Big shout-out to Nipsey Hussle. Like I said, rest in peace, Nip. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, my big brother, Big Church, Leland Matthews. Man, there it is, man. Straight like that. That's that's well said. Man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Anytime you want to come on, man, and if you want to read, or, I mean, if you want, whatever you want to do, if you want to bring promo, you want me to tell, you know, tell us about the new book that you didn't drop, we're going to definitely 
keep that door open, man, so that you can do that. It's all love. It's I want all everybody respect, to say, man. I want everybody to stay tuned for my newest book I'm about to drop sometime. We're just working on the date. Again, it's book already done. We're just working on the date, getting everything finalized. My my latest book about to drop is called Bottom Bitch. And the words, exactly the title is going to be is, is enough for the synopsis. So my, just be on the lookout for my next, my next joint, Bottom Bitch. Bottom bitch, most definitely, man. We gonna stay tuned, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. It's all love. I know you're busy, man. So I don't want to, you know, interrupt the rest of your day, man. I know you be on the grind. You still on there with Okay, I think we lost this call there, but man, there y'all already know, man. That was Stanley E. James the second, the Black Hollywood Crip author, man. Make sure y'all go and check him out, man. He got a lot of work out there, man. Dynamic brother, man. Y'all heard it from himself, man. So you ain't got to take it from me. Y'all heard what he about, man. Y'all heard what his, what his mission is, man, and what he's doing. Y'all heard how effective it is, man. You heard the message behind it. So definitely Go support him, man. Check him out. You did right here on Chop On It Radio, baby. That was Stanley E. James II, the black Hollywood crip author. Right here, live on air, man, on Chop On It Radio. There's something I can't deny You said don't catch feelings But you had caught feelings Now you wanna run your mouth I'm sorry you thought you were the only one Now you wanna act like I owe you something We both know you was fucking others You must think that I'm dumb or something I can help the bitches want a piece of me All y'all hoes the same Y'all just wanna take the seat Be mad at yourself Bitch you can't be mad at me You can't talk about us just fucking Then start asking for a ring Oh, 
fucking now she got an attitude I'm just saying why you mad, bitch I never was your dude We just fuck late night, backseating it up What you thought you was the only one trying to fuck I got a bag, yellow bone, bitch Think she like bitches to another yellow bone ass Looking like the strippers to a little chocolate bitch A pro is sucking a dick no relationships, I just get it in deal. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.